Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. This is exciting, Dave. We rarely have four people in the Boiling Point booth. Rarely. We did, Last time we did, but like maybe once before. Yes. Wow. But we had to share mics. Now we've got four mics. Four mics. So, and, and we've got four four and, handsome and, and, gentlemen. And, and I was gonna, actually, I was going to say the same thing. I, yeah. Listen, you and I know. Two, two wearing toques. <laughs> two not wearing toques. <laughs> so and, and they were at, the question was asked, is this really the Boiling Point? podcast yeah. booth yeah. is this the real one and it was asked by a former guest yeah by t- jim kakachi former guest episode in 121 episode 121 i'm glad you've got that committed to memory dave so jim kakachi is back on the boiling point and jim has brought uh, uh a, a tag along friend uh who's also a, a friend of ours uh martin chiasson uh, yeah, big applause. Yeah. And Excited we, to be here. Thank get you. That in the background. <laughs> yes, of course. Under the applause. And the cool thing here is both of them are uh, in, incredible guests in their own right, singularly, but they're uh, they've been giving back in a very special way to a very special organization collectively, and uh, that's probably one of the main forces why we're going to talk to them today, Dave. Yes. Yes. So, well, I mean, let's start right from the beginning. Um, how how do you guys? I mean, what's what's one of the many ways you guys know each other and and uh, you know kind of have been um, are coming in here to talk to you a little bit about some of the nonprofit work you do, but particularly one one particular cause that's uh, you know near and dear to both your hearts. And and as you do that, if both of you can also self introduce yourself to our guests as well. Self introduce sure, yourself. Sure. Well, I'll get us started. So uh, so I'm Jim Kakachi. I and I do some uh, work marketing work here in the city, and I serve as chair of Larsh here in St. John. We'll talk more about what Larsh does. Uh, Larsh is an international organization. It does work with people with intellectual disabilities around the world. So we've got an an operation here in the city. Uh, t- two physical locations, and Martin. Uh, I know Martin through his work on the board. He joined our board about a year ago, and uh, that's our primary relationship thus far. Yeah, just to build on Jim's point, I joined the board of Larsh uh, about a year ago. So my name is Martin Chiasson, and in my, uh, I guess my, my real life, I uh, I do some. Le- I call it leadership consulting. It's uh, a passion of mine, and it's one that I I enjoy. Th- thoroughly doing here in the city. Um, but volunteering has always been a big part of my life. And now that I have more of that so-called free time, as I'm away from the corporate world, uh, I've selected uh, some really critical ones that mean something to me. And Larsh uh, St. John is definitely one of them. And we're so thrilled you're giving us the opportunity to share the the, the word of what Large St. John, Large Canada, and Large International does, because it's so, so important. So, why you, thank well, you. Why don't you tell us, uh, yeah, no, thank you for being on here. Why, why don't you give us and our audience a, a quick rundown on Large? I think Large is one of those brand names that many people have heard of, mm-hmm. but may not totally know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I'll go. Uh, Jim's ready to rock it. Sure. 
So, so L'Arche was founded back in the 60s by a Canadian named Jean Vanier. Um, and it, uh, it was founded because Vanier actually paid a visit to a mental institution in France where he was living. And he was just appalled by the, by the living conditions that people were being put through. So at the time, he said, you know, look, uh, he had a, a large home in, in, in France. And he said, I'm taking two of these uh, young men. I'd like to take them and they'd, uh, we're going to share life very simply together. He was uh, uh, very engaged in the, in the church community. So L'Arche is about sharing, sharing life together and working with people intellectually disabilities, focusing on their abilities, not disabilities, and sharing simple lives together. So uh, uh, we've got about, we've got operations in about 40 countries around the world, and, uh, and it's usually articulated as a home. So we have a home on the west side on Lancaster Avenue, and we've got five core members. We, uh, we refer to them as core members. Some people would uh, leap to the term client. We don't uh, leap to that term because that's not... Um, doesn't embody what we do. So five core members with intellectual disabilities share the space with three three assistants who live in the home, uh, and they simply share life together. They uh, they they cook, they clean, they uh, shovel the snow here in Canada, and they uh, they swim and bowl and and uh, make art in our other uh, articulation in the community. So it's all about sharing life simply uh, together. And what brought you to Jim Tillarsh? Like, what was uh, the passion? Yeah, it's, it's a couple of things. So a friend of mine, Don Dixon, had invited me some years ago to uh, get involved in the board. They were looking for some help in marketing their organization and for, based on my background. So at the time, I was uh, not prepared uh, to uh, to invest a time, but uh, I guess it was about four or five years ago now, I turned to Don and said, look, I've got the, the time and capability, and it just seemed like the right thing to do. I've, I do have an aunt uh, who's passed away in uh, in the last 10 years or so, who had intellectual uh, um, uh, disabilities, so that attracted me, and, uh, you know, just such a, just a feel-good environment. Uh, when, when, when Don got me involved, I thought, this is probably not going to be a lot of fun. This is work. This is board work, but it's the right thing to do. But I tell you, we go to the board meetings once a month and spend some time with the core members, and it's a, mm. it's a really fun engagement as well as doing good good in the world. So, and you, you were you part of recruiting this, this guy here, Martin? I'd like to take credit for that, but no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so Martin, you've got an interesting background in the corporate world, and uh, and then a passion for giving, you know, back to the community, like you, yeah. you described earlier, and then a particular interest in L'Arche. Well, it's interesting. as you're. I, I think the more you're engaged in volunteering, you come to a point that you go, okay, why am I doing this? Which ones do I love to do? Mm. You, you, I, I don't think you really want to go volunteering and making it feel like work. Cause mm. then, I mean, what's, so it's taken me a, a lot of time and years to figure this thing out, especially in the corporate um, life where you're trying to encourage people to volunteer for the right reasons that will help them as much as help whoever else they're trying to, mm. to, to make a difference for. But, so in my case with Lars, it's, it became very selfish. Um, our oldest son, Jacques, uh, he's going to be 32 years old in uh, February. October 30th, 1990, when we lived in Calgary, Jacques was diagnosed with autism. And, uh, boy, it just changes your life in so many different ways. And as you evolved over the 
early years, teenage years, adult years, you, you sort of adapt and you say, what can we do for him? And he's at a stage in his life now that, of course, his parents, as you get older, you got to decide, so what happens to Jack mm. and uh, thousands of others like him, uh, you know, across Canada. But all of that to say, I got engaged in large in a very selfish type of way and saying, okay, here is an incredible, incredible organization that provides a life to people with mental disabilities. And what does that mean? It, it, it's really more, it's about the human being and not necessarily just about, can we give them safety? Can we give them food? And can we give them shelter? And the whole scenario right now in New Brunswick um, for people with mental disabilities in their adult stage of their lives is that um, there's only one large home in all of the province. Mm. And as Jim mentioned, it has five uh, people, core members there. It doesn't mean the province does not provide other, uh, let's call it shelters, uh, but they're more of the type that I described earlier, the Mm -hmm. ones that give you, uh, you know, safety, they give you a meal and and they give you uh, shelter. And Jean Vanier was so incredible with his vision of saying these people uh, we need to spark their human side. And, and we, he, he does it over 40 countries around the world. So Jim and I are pretty pumped up because with the board, um, although there's only one large home in, in New Brunswick and obviously only one in St. John, we're determined next three or five years, take this, this big, bigger in mm. the city because, man, there's no lack of, of, re, of, of demand. Well, I- and, uh, yeah, so that's why I got involved, okay. and now I just don't want to be a passive member. I want to mm, shake things mm. up and, and help us, you know, build this thing bigger and better. What, what, is, the, um, like what is the need out in, in this province or maybe, you know, in the country? Like, what, just for people that aren't familiar, like, what, you know, what, what do you guys see it as? Because it's, it's certainly underserved, right? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting you ask that because – while we don't have, let's just take, you know, the St. John area. Uh, while we have not spent our time just yet doing all the surveying and how many, okay, it's an interesting group of individuals who remain very quiet mm. and do not promote the requirement to the level that you would think you should. We know the numbers are in the hundreds, just in the core greater St. John area, of people who, when they look at the options— for their sons or daughters or, or, or siblings or whoever, uh, are not entirely satisfied with what's provided. But the majority take the quiet way out. It's like, well, okay, well, that's it, probably It is what okay. it is. It is what it is. Why, and why is that, like, do you think? Like, why? Yeah. Uh, because you get tired. You get very tired. You say, well, gee, okay, well, that's better than the alternative, which yeah. is nothing. Okay. And uh, so the need is is definitely in the hundreds in the in local St. John area. Fredericton is putting on a good, mm-hmm. um, a go- a good momentum building exercise, I guess, right now with Larsh Canada, where Fredericton wants to have a facility there uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, we've had initial meetings, uh, Jim and I, with uh, members of uh, uh, the provincial government in Fredericton. They're very kind. Uh, awareness is where it starts with them. They're, they're familiar with large, but not to the level that they need to be, because ultimately we want them to provide more funding. And here's a quick stat. Nova Scotia has 19, 19, 19, 
Larsh Homes. Okay? Wow. 19. The community yeah. knows what Larsh is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, they're part of the community, the whole, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. So this is not about critiquing. It's about, mm-hmm. okay, here's where we're starting. This is, this is, this is present state. And um, we've got to build that same momentum in New Brunswick and, you know, the same lines that do it one, one community at a time, the whole bit. But it starts with providing awareness. So a podcast like this is great for us to be able to do that. So thank you. Uh, it is absolutely. And let me touch on something there as well. So it's, it's not simply about the homes and providing the shelter in, in this case. It's about, you know, our mission is about making known the gifts of people with intellectual disabilities. So there's different ways that communities around Canada and the world assert themselves. Uh, so uh, one of the things that we've chosen to do is to create an art program that runs here in the city uh, Monday to Friday. And Greg, you just visited with your daughter to participate participate in some of that. So that's about coming together, exploring the gifts, uh, exploring the capabilities of people with intellectual disabilities, whether they're our core members or other people who've got intellectual disabilities in the community mm. who we, we, we can't house and, and, and shelter. Uh, but additionally, we, uh, we you know, we're looking to attract people who need that socialization, that inclusiveness. There's an epidemic of isolation that's going on in the world these days. Yeah. So we started that to uh, allow people to, to participate in a fun, a non-judgmental environment and explore their gifts together. So yeah. uh, we're proud of how we're asserting that that view in the world as well to uh, make known the gifts and capabilities of people who've got some disabilities. It's, it's really neat because Jim, <coughs> at Toastmasters, uh, many uh, many mornings you do speeches about Larsh. Yes, sir. And really you have been my, my singular educator on what Larsh is because mm-hmm. I've always driven past it up on Lancaster Avenue. I was like, mm-hmm. Larsh. I, I really didn't know what it was, no, exactly. to be honest with you. But um, you mentioned Creative Connections a number of times, which is actually its own little little spot down beside the uh, cupcake store on Prince William Street. And it's this place where they make art, Dave, and you got to go and check it out. It's amazing. And the art is phenomenal, too. You, you walk in and the, uh, the core members, um, and, and amongst m- many others, I'm sure, come in and collectively make art together. And it's hanging on the walls for sale, raising money, hmm. but it's High quality art, all the story behind it, mm. and uh, so Kaya and Willow were invited to come on <laughs> Saturday. It was Saturday, yes. Greg's yeah, it was two daughters Saturday, yes, yeah. and we shot a heart fun episode oh, there, fun. which we'll we'll put together soon. Oh, great. And uh, it was very very cute because for Kaya and Willow, they've never been in an environment yeah, uh, with with folks with uh, intellectual disabilities, and it was so cool because we had lunch after for us to talk about it, because for them it was really. Neat, you know, and uh, uh, I'm so glad that as little kids they were able to have that yeah. experience at a young age because mm-hmm. that's going to blow any uh, stereotypes or misunderstandings that they're going to have in the future because they, and that's, I think, the important part of what you're just talking yeah. about. How exactly. do we connect it with the broader community? Well, this art project is an amazing way to do it. Mm, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wonderful opportunity for us to to to, to promote and to uh, to raise some funds for our for operations, uh, and to uh, for people to experience that uh, that environment. I'm glad you're able to attend that, Greg. I will say yes to anything uh, that is presented to me, uh, especially anything you present to me, Jim. Wow, now's the time to ask you. <laughs> we we we've got road trip stories from our town. So, okay, uh, <laughs> there's good there's good pictures too out there floating around. Um, I find it interesting, like how you describe Larsh, Jim, and then and and the fact that you're involved with Toastmasters as well. And yes. in a way, actually, 
I kind I would have mm. I would describe Toastmasters the same way you described Larsh is this open accepting mm. uh, place for people to grow, learn, and develop, right? Mm. And, and non-judgmental, what, non-judgmental, yeah. and, and coming mm. in wherever they w- that that that's how I would describe yeah. it. You know what I mean? So I just find it interesting it, your involvement in both organizations and and there, I believe it seems to me like there's a similar philosophy. Mm, that's that's true. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but they do share those attributes. Um, where Toastmasters is an environment where people can come in and they're typically nervous about public speaking or they're just not satisfied with their capabilities and they start participating in that supportive environment mm-hmm. and their skills blossom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just something you trigger when you say that, another similarity if you look at what Toastmasters is doing, it's taking an international model mm-hmm. and it's bringing it to various communities mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so attractive about L'Arche, right? You're bringing a model that's been tried, experimented, uh, you know, whole stuff for, for over 54 years, and you're bringing it to communities where you pretty much, I mean, you localize it, but you're pretty much taking the large formula and saying, here's how you build this so-called, you know, bringing the human back into the human being. And they've Mm. got some great mottos. But so as we are interacting with various levels of government to, again, increase the awareness, um, we're very confident this is a way to help uh, our province uh, Mm. and the government to solve very complex issues with a, uh, you know, an expert, a global expert that's there to help you versus always trying to do it local and say, we got to figure mm-hmm. the local, because this is complicated stuff, mm-hmm. right? And um, yeah, so similar, I think, to Toastmasters, you've got a, a worldwide organization that's spreading its wings a- a- across the world. And um, our opportunity here in New Brunswick now is to take advantage of it, bring the awareness up and mm. start, start expanding, which is what we hope to do. Absolutely, that, that is cool. What so for for you, Martin? Like uh, you, you spoke earlier about your son Jacques, and you've you told me, uh, you know, I actually haven't met Jacques, but I've, I feel like I know him because I've heard some great yeah. stories from you over the years. Um, uh, what like what's his experience been like from your, you know, as you watch him interact with Larsh from a from a parent's perspective? Well, it's it's you know Larsh uh, again because it's more than just the home. Um, for Jacques right now, the members, uh, the core members are large, but but more than just the core members, it's the, I'd call it the, the feeling, I guess, or I, I I don't know this 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 buzz in the air, that when Jacques hangs out either with people from Larsh or at Creative Connections, which he goes to every Fridays, that's you can I mean he will never be, too. Uh, under the weather or sick to miss large on Fridays. I mean, that environment is incredible for him. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting because my wife and I were talking about that just last week. It's interesting when he's in that environment, he, he, his, his stresses go down because he, he, he's really in an area that he feels understood. And it, it, it's very difficult for people to know what the heck I'm talking about when, you, no, when, when, when you're probably not in that state. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we see that, that he just sort of, you know, whatever stress is built from, um, you know, throughout his body, just go because he can relate, right? right? And he can, he can connect. And a smile on his face, and he's, you know, he's had some of his artwork, uh picked up at auctions for 20 bucks well you think you know he won the lotto <laughs> because it's all building the self-esteem right yeah. which, which we all need right. and uh, so often we forget that those people are 
are uh, ones that require it as well. So thanks mm-hmm. for asking, but I'd say, yeah, it's it's a big part of his life right now as far as the social side is concerned. That, what a good testimonial that is right mm. there. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. It's, from a, it's from a parent's cool. yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. So, Also, uh, I'm not 100% sure when this episode is going to air, but February 3rd, a special event is coming up. Uh, so in case this gets out in time, what uh, what's coming up? Yeah, that's going to be a, a, an art show in the, in, a, in an auction. So we're doing some work with some local artists who are contributing pieces to uh, support us, and uh, and we support them to promote uh, art uh, generation in the city and here in St. John in general. But uh, an important uh, fundraiser, and um, I can't recall the venue that we're actually going to be at on February third. But there's a we'll have a nice uh, uh, social time and in the auction to uh, to raise some funds for Larsh. That's great. And if uh, if this episode came after February 3rd, what you can do <laughs> is go check out the social feeds Absolutely. of Larsh and Creative Connections. And Jim, what are those so people can... Uh, uh, we've got a Facebook page, Larsh St. John, and a Twitter feed, Larsh uh, uh, for Larsh St. John. As, as well, there's some um, Instagram work being done for Creative Connections. And they can visit our, our website, uh, www.larshstjohn, and make an opportunity to uh, make a donation or to uh, see how they can get engaged with the, with our community. I was going to ask you, like, what, what would the call to action be you know, for you guys, for people listening right now? And remember... It's could be, you know, uh, well, uh, there's probably very few people that aren't impacted in some way um, by mm-hmm. a family member, yeah. a friend, exactly. themselves, yeah. you know, <laughs> with an intellectual disability. Mm-hmm. So um, what would you what would you request of the listeners? Well, uh, you're, you're broadcast around the people are listening around the world. So I'd say, first of all, Google and search for Larsh in their local communities. Um, and, 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 hey, for me, it all starts with awareness. Yes. And, and our, our way, like, the call to action right now is for people to probably, again, you know, get a bit educated, but specifically for St. John and uh, our area, I'd say the call to action is uh, Larsh, I mean, we have a volunteer board, number one, so we always are looking for people who have this as a real interest of theirs. Um, because this, again, you, you, you want to participate and make a difference if mm-hmm. it's really something mm-hmm. you believe in, which we know St. John's a great uh, community for volunteering and people get things done. So I think th- the first call to action is letting people know that Larsh is here. We're very small. We plan to get bigger. So as you hear more of our requests coming forward in the upcoming months, uh, hopefully there's a part of you that says, I want to get involved. How can I do it? There's all, always the financial side for sure. Uh, but that, you know, that that there, there'll be a time and place for that. Right now is to get more people to say, how can I assist you uh, in increasing the awareness for Lars? And uh, ultimately, you know, we want to see uh, two or three more buildings here yes. uh, that, are, that are comprised for that. And I'd also invite people here in St. John or in southern New Brunswick to visit our operation, Creative Connections, on Prince William Street by the Cupcake Shop. We operate from 9 till 3, uh, Monday through Friday. And just drop in. You might want to buy some art. You might want to interact with yeah, people. You might that. be involved in creating some art with, with their folks. And, um, you know, it's interesting what Greg talked about his daughter's meeting the people with intellectual disability. These are people who are often isolated and treated be, uh, just a little differently. Uh, these are people who just want to, you know, enjoy their life and make friends and uh, people will be just warmed by walking in that room and chatting with uh, some of our core members. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. please uh, drop by and just see uh, mm-hmm. see what the, that operation is about. In the show notes, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll add some of the photos Fabulous. that we got that day. It was, it was fantastic. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, you know, our, our communities move forward because of uh, volunteers like yourself. 
yourselves and the organizations that you're serving. So thank you so much for that. And uh, yeah, um, can't wait to have both of you on again. Maybe well, maybe, was, maybe Jim will be our first I, third I, time. I was, I was going to say they they um, you know for the listeners they could uh, we also could touch on well, volunteerism for sure because mm. you both are very active and um, and how as Martin pointed out to us earlier how to make. Everyday Friday, you know, it's this whole, um, these guys, these guys are, they don't look retired, like in terms of like, they look like young spry guys, but they've done the, the corporate thing. And now they're just like, I mean, they're, uh, this is, this is who we want to aspire to be right here. And, and wow. l- l- like we said earlier, yes. good looking gentlemen too. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I, I, Healthy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't believe he you should, you should see Jim Kukachi in a, uh, in a swelvet jacket. <laughs> we got to uh, put that picture up. We'll put that picture up too. Cool. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for allowing <laughs> us to share our story. Thank you. But thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. guys. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com. And on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.